I made so many mistakes my first year as an entrepreneur. I basically jumped in a pool of fire, if that even makes sense. But that's what my first year of entrepreneurship felt like, jumping into a pool of fire. I honestly had no idea what I was doing. I went from a nine to five into the unknown real quick, and I have been figuring it out ever since. Can you relate? Looking back, what I wish I was more educated on was how to scale a business. I had more clients than one should be handling alone, and I didn't know how to ask for help. Knowing how to do the job of a TC is completely different from running a business as a TC. I was deeply programmed into the nine to five lifestyle and way of thinking that it took me a long time to adjust to being responsible for everything. And I mean everything. New entrepreneurs, it's like being a baby, learning how to walk, but with no supervision. You either keep trying or just lay there and cry yourself to sleep. Yeah, there were a lot of tears. <laughs> Boundaries, mental health. What are those? <laughs> Money management. That was definitely an area I wish I had more education in, like investing in real estate, stocks. Now, yes, I work in real estate, but I don't know everything about it. And I'll get into that more later in this episode. And I think one of the bigger areas I wish I was more educated on was a transaction management program. Like I said, I had taken everything I knew from my nine to five into this business and just threw it all on a table like puzzle pieces. And to this day, sometimes the pieces fit, sometimes they don't. Sometimes I'm able to finish a section. Other days, I can't make a single piece fit. And that brings me back to how to scale a business. My first year, I did great considering I had no real background in entrepreneurship and business. I had an idea of it. I had done a lot of research, you know, watched videos, read, you know, listened to podcasts. But being in it is completely different from watching from the sidelines. Now, I wish I had the tools to realize that I was overwhelmed, that no one person should be managing this many transactions alone. And I had only prepared up until the point of starting my business. I didn't know what I was supposed to do next when I reached a certain number of files or when I reached my capacity because 10 transactions could be a lot to one person, 100 transactions could be a little to another, right? And there was a point in my business when I was managing over 90 transactions in a single month. Not all of them were pending. Some were listings, some were in contract, others were you know, in the early stages of being ratified. And I, as much as I was excited and grateful and blown away that I could make this much money, I could manage all of these transactions on my own. It was a moment in, in time where I was so grateful that I had made that decision to take that leap of faith to quit my job to quit that nine to five and just trust my intuition and my gut and just try this whole business thing out but I wasn't prepared for the next phases of that choice and looking back I'm able to learn from those mistakes and 
I've yet to go back to that number of transactions because one, it led me down a path of burnout. And I feel like even if I did have help at that point in time, I had a lot going on with my personal in my personal life. So I didn't want to have to be responsible for another person. And I just didn't know what that even looked like, how much that was going to cost and how to make that happen. So I avoided it completely. And instead of nurturing my clients and continuing to scale my business and grow, I let go a lot of my roster. I had I got close to one of my very first anxiety attacks and it was because I was working on the weekend and I was trying to reply to emails. I was I remember being in the car driving across the Bay Bridge. I wasn't driving. <laughs> I was in the back seat. But I had my laptop on. I was connected to the hotspot. I was really trying to embrace this location independent life. And all of a sudden my hands just started getting numb and I started to feel a little dizzy and I was like, oh, maybe I'm getting car sick. So, you know, I just drank some water, but then I started getting hot and uncomfortable and my hands just kept getting more and more numb. I started to feel tight and I just kept taking deep breaths and trying to manage what I could in that moment, what I could control. And I just closed the laptop and I said, you know what? I don't like this feeling. And once I got past that anxious, you know, am I going to get this done on time? I have so much more work to do. I need to work now. If I don't, I'm going to fall behind. I don't want to get fired. All of those fears just started rushing to my brain and, and, and affecting how I was feeling, how I was managing life at that point. And I would guess I would say I wasn't managing anything. Everything was just out of control. But closing my laptop that day was one of the best decisions I'd ever made because I realized that I was on the brink of a breakdown. And this still being my first year of entrepreneurship, I was trying to make a good impression, but still not realizing that I am responsible for everything. And that means if I need to stop, I can stop. If I don't want to work on the weekends, I don't have to. I can set my hours. I can manage the amount of business I take on. I can hire help, you know, and I didn't have those tools initially in the beginning, um, but it was through those experiences that I, I'm able to apply them today. Going back to being deeply programmed into the nine to five lifestyle and the way of thinking that it took me a long time to adjust. No one is going to save you. When you choose entrepreneurship, quote unquote, boss life, whatever you want to call it. It's a lot more work than it is going to a nine to five every day. And I wasn't prepared for that at all in my first year. As I mentioned earlier, I had only gotten as far into planning as doing the work, making sure it's right, getting paid on to the next. But I wasn't prepared for marketing advertising, creating social media platforms, things like that. I was just set on, I'm going to be a TC. I'm going to make money. I'm going to stay at home, work from home and call it a day. Yeah, that's great and all, but, but what about insurance? What about bills? What about 
What about updating your checklist? What about keeping up with the laws and the rules and the associations and fees and all of that? Going from a nine to five into entrepreneurship, when you're at an office working, there are people in place to do all of those things. Accounting, human resources, janitorial services, you know, they, they're they buying those supplies, office supplies. I have to get my own laptop. I have to get my own monitors, all of that. And I just never took account for most of that, right? So as a result, boundaries, mental health kind of deteriorated. I didn't have my toolkit. I didn't have a toolkit in place to reference when I was having those overwhelming moments. For me, it was just fight or flight. And that's all I knew. And I didn't want to feel less than. I didn't want to feel like I couldn't handle my job. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't capable or qualified. And those are still things I deal with today, just maybe not in relation to the things that I was going through my first year. I really take to heart that setting boundaries early and often is key to running a business, to showing up. I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision for my life and really sit down with myself and figure out how do I want all of this to look and feel like? Am I truly using my time wisely now that I work from home? And one other thing I should mention, when I quit my job, I didn't take a break. I had been at my job for well over 10 years. I was approaching actually the 15 year mark and I went straight from (laughs) their office to my office in a weekend. That is not enough time for anyone to start a new career. I do wish I had taken more time off to process everything, to celebrate the moment, to celebrate all of the work I had achieved in those 10 to 15 years of working in real estate and being able to celebrate the choice that I had made to take that leap of faith. And looking back, I now celebrate those wins and in order to keep my mental health in check and to manage my money. I'm very adamant about documenting everything, writing everything down, having the right people in place and making sure that my programs and softwares are current and up to date and that I'm using the right softwares in order to manage my business in an in an efficient way that allows me to not only sustain but also utilize my time wisely. And to me, wisely means being able to fit in rest and naps and fitness and time with family, friends, and as well as marketing, advertising, auditing myself, auditing my business, self-care, personal development, all of those things. And if it wasn't for that first year of business, I wouldn't be able to understand and appreciate that walk, that hike that crawl, those tears today because I needed to go through and endure all of that in order to be the best version of me in this process and to get to this point, to be able to have the option to create for a living, the option to talk to people for a living, the option to help people in their 
real estate journey in their first time buying a home. Yes, I'm behind the scenes. I may not talk to them, but being a part of that process still feels fulfilling. And as I embark into new stages and new phases in my career, in my personal life, I can always look back at year one me and how how excited, how nervous, and how eager I was just to be on my own. I remember that first year and having a moment where I actually got really emotional. And it was the first time in my life I was ever proud of myself. It was the first time I felt like I had ever made a decision that would impact the rest of my life that didn't involve or rely on someone else or it wasn't influenced by anyone else. I wasn't swayed in one direction. I wasn't told I needed to do this. I chose that. And as scary as it was to take that leap, I'm so glad I did it and I have zero regrets and I'm still learning. Every year is my first year. I don't take that for granted. I'm still learning. I'm still educating myself. I'm still grateful that I've gotten this far. I'm approaching year five in 2023. So cheers for that and cheers to you if you made it this far in the episode. I 100% truly appreciate your time. New episodes will be released on a weekly basis, so definitely make sure you refresh that app and come with me on this journey as we demystify the business of real estate together. Also, just a friendly reminder to visit transactioncarepodcast.com and join my TC community to stay up to date with what we're doing here at Transaction Care, as well as who my future guests will be. And if you would like to be a guest on the podcast as well, message tc at transactioncare.com. All of that info is below in the description. Thank you again for listening to Transaction Care, the podcast. I'm having a lot of fun. So until the next episode, my name is Lillian Hernandez, but you can call me Lily. I'm giving you the keys. There are no gatekeepers here. Your time is worth it. Let's coordinate. Talk soon.